and welcome back to the Chicago Marketing Podcast presented by Mignani Continuum Marketing. I'm your host, Michael Dennis, and we have two amazing guests back in the studio again this week. We are welcoming back one of our most popular and favorite guests of 2017. Stop, keep going. Stop, keep going? Yeah, no, just kidding. Okay. Stop, stop, but keep going. Aaron okay. Deal, the founder and CEO of Improve It, has returned to grace our podcast and the audience with her presence. And she has brought along her number one, number two. Yeah. Number one, yes. The number one, her number two, number one. Uh, Aaron, uh, Allie Keller, my, my apologies. <laughs> Allie, thank you so much for joining us here today, too. Of this is wonderful. Sorry, we screamed in everyone's ear. <laughs> That's okay. Okay. Well, well technically, it's, you did scream in everyone's ear because yeah. they're listening to this. Right. Mm -hmm. Sorry, everyone. That's yeah. all right. That's all right. So we're going to be mixing things up a little bit today. After our original podcast, Aaron reached out to me, and she was kind of curious about creating a podcast for her own brand and about content marketing. So Aaron is going to be interviewing me today yes. about this whole process. So Aaron, what do you want to know? Well, okay, so just a quick sidebar. Um, at Improve It, we've really gotten heavy into some content let's, marketing. Let's once again recap what Improve It is. Yes. Can you okay. tell everybody yes, what Improve absolutely. It is, what you guys do, and what your mission is? Yeah, so we do professional development training, and we use improv techniques to train on soft skills. So improvisational comedy, which is actually how Michael and I met in class, at, improv class at the Annoyance Theater here That's in correct. Chicago. Um, and so we have been in business now almost three years, officially, I like to say it's really two. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, but Allie here is our director of operations, and we met at another theater here in Chicago. Um, theater just bringing everyone together. It brings us all together. I, mean, I know. Take a class. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> Make some friends. Take a class. Change your life. Get a job. Yeah. <laughs> take a class. Get a job. Um, get a life. Um, but no. So we. Um, we're starting to do a lot of content marketing with Improve It because uh, I think cold calling and you know prospecting they're they're not really uh, they're there, but I would say it's not the only way to get business. So we've been really heavy. Ali specifically has been really heavy in the content marketing space, um, creating some e courses, doing a lot of newsletters, and we've also done some audio on these e courses. So. Um, She's really taken initiative there and kills it on the marketing side for us. And Michael, you had this awesome podcast with us on before. And so we wanted to just pick your brain. I actually asked Michael to coffee and said, hey, we want to know how do you, you know, how do you feel about a podcast? How did you start it? And then um, we were like, well, let's have coffee with a microphone. Exactly. And that's what we're doing right now. We're, we're going to create some excellent content marketing <laughs> and really and really kind of spell it out. Yeah. So, Michael, we're going to flip the script on you. I'm ready. So, I'm so ready? ready. I have pages of notes that I've prepared. Oh. I'm so ready for this. Oh, my gosh. Okay. We, are, we are ready to fire away. So this is – well, really, you're going to improvise for us then because some of these questions, we didn't even tell you our questions for you. Look, so. look I'm, I'm used to the whole dance monkey dance thing. Let's <laughs> Actually, we are too. I know. We're all very comfortable. Yeah, right now. <laughs> there's a lot of dancing monkeys in this studio right now. Um, okay, so what is the reason that you started this podcast? What would you say the number one reason? So the number one reason we started the podcast was really to showcase the expertise and the people and the personalities that we're working here at Mignani. So we have a whole lot of really talented people, not just on the creative side, but within uh, user design and experience. Um, our president and CEO, Justin Dobb, is, he, he went through Second City, so he's well-trained in the comedic aspects of that. He writes, he directs commercials. So when we were sitting down and trying to come up with 
an outreach campaign to showcase, just like you said, to get in front of potential clients and potential partners, what is something that's a little bit out of the box that's not necessarily a blog? You know, everybody's kind of doing a blog and it's not just really kind of cookie cutter posts on social media. What, what is something we can do to, to showcase these talents? So, and, and in a way that is shareable, you know, you talked about cold calling and you talked about that kind of prospecting. And, you know, as someone who's worked in sales, there's nothing I hated more than cold calling oh. yep, we feel you. and going through that process. And, and I remember the last cold calling job I had, I was doing, I was doing some freelance stuff at a place in town a few years ago and they kind of just needed some people to follow up on stuff. So I got, I got pulled in from my creative side to start calling people. Not going to say no because they're they're paying me by the hour, so I'm just going to go ahead and do it. But just sitting there and having to go down this this list and be like, "Hello, my name is Michael Dennis. You might have gotten an email from us the other day. Click, yeah, yeah, and just yeah. that over and over again." I remember uh. going back to um, when my buddy and I worked uh, at Suit Social Media here in Chicago, and we were trying to drum up business, and we basically did anything in the digital realm for small businesses, so Facebook, building websites, uh, you know, shooting little commercials taking photographs, stuff like that. When it came down to cold calling, I'd rather walk down the street and go in every single door and introduce myself and hand out my card than cold call. 100%. It, it, so there's, at least you get a face-to-face -face connection. Mm -hmm. So in a, in a way, it was kind of like, how can we take that face-to-face -face and that person ability of going door-to-door -door and make something useful for people in our industry. So it's not just showcasing the talents and people here, but also every episode giving someone a, a piece of takeaway, mm -hmm. something that they can wrap their arms around. Like this is, this is, it's not just, you know, it's not just a piece of email outreach that we're, we're creating here. We're actually making something that has value towards not just our target audience, but people within our industry. So I think that was really the initial inspiration of the podcast. Love it. And then what would you say, because for us, like we, you know, we have thought about a podcast. We've been interested in doing something like this. Um, for us, we're really, we really are inspired by several podcasts and we've kind of broken it down and asked ourselves, what are the reasons we thought we like these podcasts? Um, and really, we, we found that they have this really great target audience. Like mm -hmm. they know their audience super well. So do, was that at um a process at all for you to really figure out who your audience would be and then can if so could you tell us a little bit about that yeah so our target audience getting back to what I've kind of mentioned previously is people within our industry so who could be potential partners um, not just for sales but for creative endeavors mm -hmm. and also people that we want to be customers so people so decision makers and people who work within companies that we can showcase our talents and abilities and maybe we kind of hook them in a little bit with oh here's this little pod that's in the email and it's 10 steps to improve your outreach or it's or it's five things to make your social come to life so they click on that they hear us talk in depth about you know what, what some of the takeaways are and what actual steps you can do to execute this and then you know i remember going back once again whenever i was doing sales and and doing a pitch i always wanted to overload the people with so much information that they were kind of like i understand a lot of that but it's clear you're the expert mm -hmm. so i'm going to pay you to do this and so it, it's kind of i hate to put it this way but you're, you're laying a little trap and yeah. and, and, and and you want to you want to coax in 
maybe not Travi. You want to coax in like a, a stray dog that you want to yeah. you want to bring into your house. <laughs> it's like a trust trap. Exactly. Oh, yes. Yeah. 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 Like trust me. And that's to that point as well is something we've talked about a lot and something we've noticed on the content marketing and the podcast that we enjoy listening to is how do we give value, like you were saying. We want people to, our content marketing, we want people to have tangible, actionable things that exactly. they can do without uh, selling ourselves short. So what's a way that we can show that we're the expert, set that trust trap, but also let them in a little bit more so then they can be our client? Yeah. <laughs> like, so how do you approach that? I think really, you know, it's not like we sit down, uh, co- my co-host Elena, She's the director of business development here. She's fantastic. So it's not like we sit down and we have a topic and it's not like we're like, okay, here are the 10 things about this topic. Let's only give them five. Yeah. So they have to come to us for the other five. It's really, here's what we know about this. Here's what we can express in 15 or 20 minutes without any visual cues. You know, we can provide links in the about section for each episode to kind of support what we're talking about. But but what are what are the top what are the things we can talk about what are the takeaways we can give them within this time frame, and then just put it out there. Mm. So it's it's not like we're we have this thing and we're setting it back and we're oh you got to come get it. <laughs> no no we really just we trust trap yeah and 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 even you know even if even if someone doesn't come on board because of the the podcast or or they they take what the what we gave them and they just put it into action that's fantastic that mm. that that's great that then we've still done our job. Mm. is educating people and spreading the word about whatever this topic is and and especially in the world of digital marketing and marketing and in the creative world of chicago here there's always something you can be talking about there's always something on the horizon or there's always some guest that you can bring in who's doing something (laughs) unique and amazing to provide even more insights and and then also you know using the contacts that you have to expand your network and to get your your piece of content in front of more and more people love it so selfless. So I selfless. <laughs> I love it too. That's me. <laughs> um, I wanted to ask too. So, I mean, Allie and I both mentioned we we have some podcasts that we really enjoy listening to. Um, did you have any podcasts that you were like, I love these podcasts and I'm inspired and I want to use this as my inspiration? Mm-hmm. When you did, you use that voice too when you thought of them. Whatever I sit around. <laughs> I'm slipping into Trump there for a yeah. second. Oh, God. Oh, God. Take it back. <laughs> yeah, maybe that wasn't the direction yeah. we should be taking this. Um, no, when for, for me, I, I have a couple of podcasts that I really listen to and I love. And the reason I love them is because of the natural structure. One, one reason I think podcasting has caught on and one reason that I – I remember taking to it really early, like in 2008 – I remember there were a couple personalities that I, I really that, that first started off that now are a little bit bigger, like Bill Simmons um, on ESPN, um, the the Podfather Joe Rogan. He, you know, they, they started off really small before podcasting was a thing. But I remember listening to it and being in love with it because there there weren't commercial breaks. They didn't have to fit in. And now we're gonna throw it over for the time and the weather. It's mm-hmm. 7:22 a.m. They didn't have to keep breaking a conversation every five minutes to to give you some rundown or cut to commercial it was just this long form conversation amongst people who who have a lot to say and who are informed about a particular topic so that that's to me what i love about it is is the the it's almost like you're a fly on the wall yeah and and you get to to listen in and and it's you know you are going to have commercial breaks you are going to have that stuff built in 
but it's so much more seamless and it's such such a more natural thing that I as a listen, listener can wrap my head around, put my arms around, and that's that's what I want to replicate with this. And for each kind of, for each time you've been in here, my mm-hmm. and for any guests that we have come in here, I'm, my my preparatory statement is always this is just a conversation and we just have a mic sitting here. Yep. And we can hit pause, we can take our time. Hey, what's our time limit? When we're done? Yeah. That's that's how long it is. And if it runs too long, then guess what? We have a great two parter. Love yeah. it. It's very improv, I like it. Improv. Mm. Improv. I love it too. Um wh- one more thing I wanted to ask to that. So when so um a lot of times I think, you know, and drawing inspiration from the podcast that we really like they started it off as an opportunity, similarly, right, to to draw attention to their business in a way that gives content, that gives people something, right? Because people these days, exactly, it's like, how do you want to be sold to? Right now, I have this guy trying to sell my family insurance, okay? And I'm... How good is his podcast? Oh, man, his podcast. <laughs> insurance podcast. Yeah, insurance podcast. The insurance podcast. hour. Everybody tune in. Sponsored by Geico. <laughs> yeah. You know what they sponsor happen. everything. Yeah. Here's the likelihood. <laughs> yeah. You might die. Um, no, so... We got anyway, a storm coming. Got have a you, storm. Have you, uh, yeah. have you got your hurricane insurance? God, that's called Oh, Twitter. God. Well, it's very true. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so it's like the way that he is selling to us is very pressure-filled, and it's very... Um, it's very like act now like you have mm-hmm. to do this like i'm turning 35 in in um in april okay and he's like you, your insurance policy changes when you turn 35 so at your half anniversary anyway i hope he's not listening um anywho uh the whole point is, is send that, this send this to him and <laughs> yeah. just be like i would buy from you but you're doing this all yeah, wrong you're doing it very wrong but i will jump say- ahead to the the 12 13 <laughs> mark to, to hear what you're doing wrong specifically oh no oh god but the whole point of this whole you know, digression here is that um, he's he's making it feel very pressure heavy, and so I think a lot of times in sales we want to be sold to by get, be given things, and I think a podcast is just like you said, it is selfless. It's a way for you to give content to people who are your potential customers um, and have them get to know your business and the people in that business a little bit more by giving them tools that are actually helpful, right? Absolutely. With that said, so that's the selfless giving part. On the other side, oh, hey, microphone. Um, is it? Do you guys have sponsorships? And was that something that you thought about when creating a podcast? So we we technically so we're the Chicago Marketing Podcast mm-hmm. presented by Mignani Continuum Marketing. Mm-hmm. So they get a fantastic plug because we have all of their equipment and and some of their connections. Uh, the one thing that we have been looking forward to for the next kind of step is to bring in more official partners mm. you know now we've been doing this for a year i think this is episode number 57 from it's 56 or 57 thank you and we've been able to you know we have a, a little, little loyal audience we get shared sometimes uh, on occasion so we're starting to, to build a little bit more and i think that's kind of the next step and that's one thing that i've been talking with elena about is you know how, how can we reach out to more official more mm-hmm. official partners so to speak to to come on board and i think that also kind of loops in with our desire to have more a wide range of guests so we're uh, now now that we're established we've got this foundation built and and now it's time to start adding on to the house so i I think that's that's coming down the road cool Mm. where are you looking to go can you reveal it 
Give it to us. Ooh, inside scoop. Mm. I can't right now. Oh, okay. That's okay. fair. All Sorry. Right. All right. Gotta have a little bit of suspense. Exactly. <laughs> tune in next tune week. In. Yeah. Yeah. Tune in next week for There's all of the teaser. juicy details. Yeah. <laughs> this is it. I love it. Well, okay, so that was sort of the reason, just kind of breaking this down. Like, we wanted to know the reason why you started, what you're, if you have this, you know, the selfless goals, and then also maybe if there was a monetary kind of like selfish. One other thing to kind of throw in there is, you know, I think we're now the generation in a world of too long didn't read. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and you send out a, put all this time and effort into a blog that's a thousand, thousand words and it has all these great takeaways and all this stuff but how many people are sitting down to read it right so the other thought line behind this is you know if people get in front of the podcast and you're at work and you have your headphones on anyway you can just hit play mm-hmm. you don't have to, to to sit down and commit to that and mm-hmm. it's something you can put on in the background and it's something that you can kind of carry with you throughout the day like yeah. you can't you can't walk home and read read the blog you can walk home and listen to the podcast right. at the same time I know that is that is the I listen to podcasts when I because I don't um, drive or anything mm-hmm. I take a you know whatever to work but I do listen to Allie's looking at me because I take a bougie car vehicle service called Via this is not a sponsorship for Via but Love I do that. take it I was and, looking uh, at you like a friend and you okay all right I took I, I said I <laughs> I take a bougie car service um, so <laughs> yeah that's your own guilt coming that's through your own don't look guilt. at me oh, I know you put that on me, dude. my head goes down um, so, <laughs> don't hit the mic. No, head down. Um, but but I do listen to podcasts like Getting Ready in the Morning. And it's it's a nice way to start the day, especially like stuff that you care about and it's helpful to your job and your career. Um, so so that was sort of like one of our biggest questions was how did you, what was the reason for starting your target audience? How did you define all of that? What's the, what's the kind of goal of sponsorships? But to someone who may want to start a podcast, wink, 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 um, or somebody who has some type of a creative endeavor like this, what would you say the hardest thing was about getting started? The hardest thing is also the most important thing, and that is consistency. Mm-hmm. That if you are if you, if you're setting down to commit to this, and this is something that you want to do then to start making time for it and start treating yourself like a client. Because the one thing that I've, the issue that I've always had in the past, and, you know, it's, it's, it's my fault. It's the fault of any place you ever worked. And you're, you're, you have all these things going on. You have all these clients and you have all these demands of you. The last thing you often do is what you need to do for yourself. So to sit down and to make time for that, and whether whether it's a little bit of time each week or it's a chunk of time at the beginning of the month and then you're done, is is to make time for that and to make it a priority. Because if, if you don't make yourself a priority, then it's never going to stick and it's never going to catch. And on top of that, expect train your audience to expect consistency. So if it's, you know, for this one, I close every episode with, we have a new episode every single Friday. There's mm-hmm. a new episode every single Friday, whether anyone is listening to me or not, <laughs> that goes up. So it, it, that's something you can train your audience for, and they'll come to expect it. And then, and then one day you'll wake up, and, and you'll get behind, and you'll forget to post something, or something will happen, and then someone will message you and be like, hey, where's the new episode for this week? Mm. Because you just, just train your audience to expect that. So that's the number one thing. It's the hardest, but it's also the most important thing to, to carry through. 
treat yourself like a client is going on a post-it note in my desk yes. today. Right next to what's one about the pie. Oh, have you seen? <laughs> There's uh, this thing going around the internet, and it's a poem allegedly written by some six-year-old that she wrote on her own, and it's just like the most empowering like self-love poem ever, and it's beautiful that it's written by a six-year-old, and the last lines are like, I am a pie filled with knowledge. I will not be eaten. And that spoke to me <laughs> on such so a level. So it's on my computer on a sticky note. I will not be eaten. Um, but that's, that's, so, that's such a great piece of advice for podcasting, for anything, you're, any creative endeavor. I mean, that's so important. And to that note as well, how much of a dialogue do you have with your uh, listeners? So we get emails on occasion, um, but I don't think we're – big enough that we get that much especially you know i would say the feedback that i get the most is when we go do stuff and networking events here in town mm. i have i've had people say oh you do the podcast and and that is caught on there so our name has started and our reputation has started to precede us in certain places so it's not like i have a huge flood in my inbox and it really wasn't until people started mentioning it at like AMA events and BMA events like, Oh, I'm Michael Dennis. I do this and that. Oh, you do the podcast. So that, that's really when it started to, that's when I knew it was starting to kind of catch on and that we were starting to actually get listens and it was starting to connect in some capacity. Um, but I would say that's probably the extent of the, uh, the, the majority of the dialogue. Mm. And I, something we've talked about too with what we want to try and do is we want to try and create a community is that something you aim to do or is it more of you have this every Friday it's something to send to clients or send to people to set that trust trap uh, is a community a part of what you had planned for that really hasn't been okay. no no um, and I can see where especially for you guys and improve it that that would be more of a goal than what it initially was for us and and what what we want to use it as moving forward mm. so i think that comes back to you know taking an audit of your audience and then what you want this to ultimately be mm. so it, it you know in full disclosure at, at no point have we discussed about you know this becoming more of that kind of community mm -hmm. um but that can definitely exist. We've seen it happen, and and you guys are, de and I think you guys are in a better position to execute that, um, not just with your what your company does and what your brand is, but the people that are that you employ and you're involved with. That that would definitely be a a strong suit for you guys as well. Because I think that's the part that terrifies us the most. Mm -hmm. um, is how do we speak to people, and who do we want to speak to, and how do we get buy-in? Because, you know, I'm sure as a performer, you know, anytime you involve other people's opinions <laughs> or other people, it's like, oh, no, my heart is open <laughs> and everyone can stab it. Um, so I think that's the biggest hurdle for us is like trying to figure that whole thing out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, and I think uh, the, the next bit of advice I can give you is don't try and figure everything out beforehand. Interesting. And, you know, this will. The, the, the world of improv and performance is so is in some ways a lot different than the business world mm -hmm. and what you guys who you know and who you work with that's going to organically develop a little bit differently than i think what we have so my my advice would just be to kind of get started and get your feet wet and 
initially start off with maybe partnering with people that you trust a little bit more mm. and that you know maybe not won't fly off the rails on on your interview <laughs> or or totally <laughs> i know it. do we know anyone like that no, <laughs> um but you know start 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 by bringing in people that you trust and that you've worked with before and 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 really kind of getting your goals down mm. and then once once that has established itself once that ball gets rolling it'll pick up momentum and then the direction it'll take, I think it'll feel a lot more natural. That's a good point. I think for us, too, Allie and I were, sorry, this is about you, but can we just talk about us for one second? <laughs> oh, geez. Okay, no, no, one, we're coming back, if you, Michael, we'll come back. If you guys back. at home don't want to hear no, this, go ahead no, and skip to. No, no, skip, skip, skip ahead, skip ahead to five minutes. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so um, I think for us, like, we work so well together. We have, like, this great yin and yang kind of work brain. We, we work, like, each other's strengths. Or opposite each other's weaknesses are opposite finish so, each other's sandwiches, sandwiches. um i didn't say anything uh, <laughs> <laughs> um so so uh Phenomena. i think part of what i'm trying to get at here what is your point aaron get to it um is that i think for us we that is the the hold up like i how you know we're starting on this wonderful content marketing and Allie kills it like she, this is her baby she crushes it led baby she crushes it um and for us like we we have so much like i feel like in this social climate and where we're at politically we have so much good that we want to bring like we bring positivity to work every day that's what we do we go in an office we change up that dynamic we are making people comfortable with the uncomfortable we're getting them to do things that making people uncomfortable making people comfortable with themselves exactly mm-hmm. which and is it, huge and and that in some way shape or form is sort of in my mind a vision for this podcast it's to give people um a release it's to give them mm-hmm. some happy place to go but also give them content and somewhere great so for us, we struggle with like not. Allie and I always like to go in with a plan. That's how we work. We do that, and we do that best. And we that is. I mean, we we get shit. We say shit. Yeah. We get shit done. <laughs> we get shit done. It's, I will say that. Um, I'm gonna have to uh, sub- resubmit this to iTunes so it oh, has the parental advisory. Uh, oh no! But All right. Just put like a fun noise over, like bubbles or yeah. something. Yeah. I, I was gonna. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna do like a a, a clown horn. Oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> done yeah <laughs> get maps done yeah. <laughs> a little bit maps um that's, yeah. yeah that's what we'll do we'll just get somebody going maps, maps. and we'll just drop yeah. that over any curse word <laughs> oh, no, no. look i don't give up maps about any of what you people say what is this maps uh, what the maps is this uh, maps oh uh, maps <laughs> <laughs> oh god well but so i think that's i think that's some great advice too maybe that should be another sticky note just do Maybe uh-huh. I don't know. Next yeah. to do, you know, less. as as That's Master better. Yoda said, "Do or do not. There is no try. There is no try. That's mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah." And and getting back to what you said just a minute ago about you two kind of being this yin and yang and bringing this positivity, that that should be just that. That's your core of the pod. Is it's you what? two? We figured it out. We figured it out. It's, oh my god! It's you two. It's the positivity you bring. Here's the different ways we do that. Here's how we partner with that. Here's stuff you can take away. And then play off of your own natural flow together. I think you take that, and then you, and then everything else becomes an offshoot of it, and everything else then grows from that foundation. I am so glad we interviewed you. I'm so glad. <laughs> I'm learning so, so, glad. so much yeah. about ourselves. <laughs> 
I should go into business yeah. as a podcast consultant. Yeah. yeah, and then reverse. You'll just be like, yeah, because you didn't know. We didn't know this was a therapy session I for know, us. Pod yep. therapy. A, a pot therapy. Well, back to you. Sorry, we digressed. Let's circle this back. We digressed. Um, so I, you mentioned the hardest thing about starting. What would you say is the easiest thing? What do you think, you know, getting, getting to this point, what do you say is? Uh, for me, the easiest thing is once we have our content laid out, once we have our audience, for me, the easiest thing is just sitting here and talking with people. Yeah. Hmm. And once everything is kind of set up and you have your equipment and you have your, your talking points, then just having the conversation with somebody that you have good rapport with or that you're interested in, to me, that's the easiest part. What we're doing right here is the easiest part of this for me. Yeah. And I imagine it would be very similar to you guys as well. You're, you're planning all this, you're doing this, you're worried about this and that. But then once you sit down and hit record, and especially after you've done it a few times and, and you, know, you, you feel comfortable within it, I, I, think, I think you'll say the same thing. Especially as performers, you really should take right to it. Yeah. Is there anything you – do you listen back to some of the early podcasts and think that was a mistake? Are there things – learn lessons? For for me, it's about what I say. Uh. So when I go back through and – you know, I I don't really go back and listen to episodes from a year ago. But as I've gone through the process and I listen to every episode, I start noticing speech patterns and I start noticing things that I do that I can control that I, I want to get better at. So one, one thing early on, whenever I stopped to think, I would go, uh, uh. So then I just started training myself to not say, uh, and e- either just be slower about how I'm talking so I make sure that I hit the points that I'm trying to make so I don't sound as mouth breathy <laughs> as as I think I do like what yeah what? uh um so the business uh so that that was the thing so really was picking up on that stuff for myself and then also with Elena I know Elena's not a performer but we have a good natural rapport together on the show so there have been some instances like that where she's asked me like you know what how can i improve is there anything that i'm doing and kind of in the same vein i would mention well you do this at this certain time you know keep an eye out for that and then over a year of doing that if we catch each other doing stuff we'll call it out i'll make a note we're at 1785 i made a mistake at that moment and then when i go back through be like okay well let's reset take that bad part out that's cool that's i mean that's that's half the fun of this is that you're not live yeah. If right. you stutter or if you make a bad point, you can just say, hey, time out. I want to make that point again. So you can edit out maps. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if you want. You can yeah. edit out all this BS like maps. Maps. Yeah, you can edit out maps. Yeah. yeah. Maps. 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 Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. That's cool. Also to that point, I actually heard um, Marie.tv. Marie TV is like this whole YouTube channel thing. that Not we've, an ad. Not an ad. Not an ad. Not an ad. But she had a guest on who, I can't remember her name. Oh, man doesn't come to me anywho this woman is also a very big youtube sensation killing it um and she said to her point like i keep my old videos when i started off videotaping myself in my bathroom on youtube and now she's got like an mtv show um she's she's a comedian as well why can't i think of her name um but Long story short, she keeps all of those videos on the YouTube channel. She doesn't take the old ones down because you see the progression and you see the Absolutely. growth. 
And I think it's cool for people like us who are thinking of starting something like that to know, like, the first ones may suck really hard. Um, we all, I Before Allie was with Improve It, we did this one thing called Going Up with Improve It, which I thought was really genius. Um, it was a huge, huge failure. Um, and it was we had guests come on, and we would email them. Well, we would video them in an elevator going up. Now, do you know what it takes to get a building to give you the, like, the insurance and the, yeah. the you know whatever to be in an elevator i can't believe they filming. let you do that oh we got like in so much trouble several times and we <laughs> yeah and so it was it did not work we would hold up elevators and like office buildings after hours so we did it twice it was kind of a, like it would have been a genius idea let, let me ask you this was the goal to catch them doing something embarrassing the goal was because to... I, I imagine like i would get in and you'd be like Hey, Michael, we got footage of you in the elevator. And it's just me, like, standing there checking my phone. It's not It's not like the door closes, and then I start digging in my nose, yeah. and then I start doing weird stuff. That's actually a better idea because, no, ours was, like, it was all about going up. So these mm -hmm. people, how they got to where they are, like, okay. using – and a lot of them had improv techniques. And literally we interviewed, like, our charity partner and then our one of our improv teams. And it was probably seven views. Uh -huh. Maybe six of those were my own. You know, you know, <laughs> one one kind of uh, simple. I'm just gonna throw this out there that would have saved you a lot of time and energy. Could you have filmed them going up an escalator? Would, yeah, yeah. Thanks, Michael. Where At least then you? you wouldn't have to Four deal with ago. like all the yeah. all, all the BS that come all the maps uh, that comes with maps. The the elevator. You could just like uh. set up a camera, and as they come up the escalator, like. We needed you. We needed you back then. <laughs> like, coming from, like, anyone who's aware of production at all, like, you've got a great setup here. Like, I'm sure there's a lot that goes into a, this that I really want to get into. But, like, when you're filming stuff, like, what are the things that make it harder? <laughs> stuff moving mm -hmm. and lighting you can't control in small spaces. Like, and permits. And yeah. permits. And permits. What is an elevator? Wait, yeah. what has all of all, those things? Yeah. Why yeah. do we make it the hardest yeah. way possible? Let's, let's start yeah. right in with the hardest thing imaginable. Uh, yeah, yeah. My God, it was, that was a learning curve. But so I think it's cool too that, you know, like you're keeping all of the audio that you've had from previous times. And well, look, it not only shows progress, but then it also shows your consistency mm -hmm. that, you know, some of, some of the early episodes were a little sloppy, but I wouldn't take them down just because now I can be like, hey, there's those other 56 episodes that we did. Right. If you take them down, then it just becomes, oh, well, here's 20. Mm -hmm. That doesn't look as impressive. Trust trap. Yeah. So show that you can consistently produce this and then, you know, that that shows your ability to consistently produce a lot of things and have a commitment it. to it. Who is your favorite guest <clears throat> that you've ever had on the show? Present company excluded. Yeah, excluded. Um I think our my favorite guest uh that would have to be uh John Quaino. Uh he's a he's a commercial director who I met at a BMA conference um or or like a luncheon I think earlier this year. And we just kind of really hit it off, and he was just a really cool dude. And he's won a couple of Emmys for his commercial work. So he kind of came in, and we talked for probably like 40, 45 minutes about the creative process and how he manages a set and how he takes something from, you know, cl initial client meeting through development, through ideation, uh, through execution. And I, I think right now, the, you and him are the two most listened to episodes of the year. 
Have you really the most listened to? I, I, I really did not know that. So that's cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's I know. Yeah, it's right. That's awesome. Last time I checked, it was pretty even, too. This will be number three. <laughs> no, let's get this one <laughs> yeah. to the top. Number one, number one. Yeah. Right to the top. Yep. <laughs> Got the yep. Keller let's, let's, let's build on that, uh, let's build on that success. Well, so have any of your um, interviewees become clients as well? Not yet. Yeah. No, yeah. we have not. Um, right. th- and that's kind of uh, something that we're uh, – is part of year two mm. is the expansion of, of people that we're starting to work with and people that we're starting to court to bring them in earlier in the process. Um, I know we have a couple things in development right now about bringing in uh, some of the upper-ups of our current client base, which I can't exactly go into detail mm-hmm. for. Uh, but I know that that's one thing that I – you know, I want this to pay off in that business development way as well. Mm. And, you know, um, another another great, you know, a lot of our guests have been clients. Um, the, one of the other mo- more popular episodes was um, with Thad Wong. I don't know if you know who he is, but he's the owner and CEO and president of At Properties. Hmm. Yeah, that's great. That helped us buy a home. Thank you, At. Yeah, and they <laughs> helped me you find an apartment, too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so, no, Thad, Thad was fantastic, and, and he found time, and, you know, just having his name really kind of gave us an initial boost he was one of the first episodes that we did and um we can kind of get into that um about how to execute uh but we we did that at his office so just heading on over and and interviewing him and that's that's kind of something else i want to get into about the actual execution of how you start planning this and pulling it off we can yeah let's talk about it yeah michael how do you execute okay so (laughs) And that's where we're going to have to wrap up this week's episode, folks. The conversation between Aaron and Allie and I ended up becoming one of our longest episodes ever, nearly an hour. So we're going to break this up into a two-parter. So make sure to check back next week where we break down all of the actual technical steps as to how to put your podcast together, how to record it, what equipment you need, what hosting sites you need, and how to get it up on iTunes. So... For my co-host, Elena Van Hall, I'm Michael Dennis. You're listening to the Chicago Marketing Podcast presented by Mignani. Head over to Mignani.com for all of your digital and marketing needs. That's www.magnani.com. And check back next week for part two of one of the best episodes we ever did. Thank you guys very much.